Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books. This is the On Deck TV show. I am Spike Lou. Man, how let your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me. Back from over the pond, eh? Absolutely, man. Shout out to my blokes out in the UK. My blokes? I don't, I don't even know if that's the right word. The boy. That is not. Oh, brethren shit. is brethren. Ah. Bruv. Two with the V, bruv with the V two. You got. You should have watched Top Boy before you went over there, man. You'd have been fully. You'd have been on road. You'd have I might not have road. wanted to go after I watched this shit. Oh, you wouldn't have. <laughs> it was outside. How was the trip though, man? We back just in case you guys didn't know from the very rare week off for the on That's TV. true. Um, appreciate everybody tapping in last week for the throwback episode. Nah, it was the trip was super cool though, man. Um, people are very nice in the UK, not even just to us, just I just observed it. People are very really? apologetic to each other. People are very nice. It was kind of weird. It was actually kind of weird. It wasn't because uh, you was black. Huh? It wasn't because you was black. Nah, nah, that's what I'm saying. Not to just me. Hmm. They were poly- they were they were like that to each other. I just witnessed it. I just peeped it a lot. And a very they're notorious for having like shitty attitudes. Man, I didn't see it. Really? I didn't see it, dude. Now, I could see it in, in like Barcelona. Like they were yeah. kind of like, eh. but in London, they were, everybody was hella chill and very apologetic and very excuse really? me and thank you. And oh, sorry about that. Accents like, did it for you. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Was he Man, that's a whole bunch of that. And then as soon as you start talking, are you from the States? <laughs> you're, are you from, you're from the States? Well, yeah, nigga. Oh, fuck? hey, mate, this should have been like, yes, mate. <laughs> I was the food. You went on a food tour, right? Yeah, the food was good. The food is a lot like the states, though. They don't really have a, um, they don't have a really their own culture Cuisine. when it comes to that shit. They got fish and chips, dude, that, and uh, peas. That's the only thing that's really specific to London. Everything else is just the same way you you go to here. Hey, nigga, you want hibachi tonight? You want yeah. this tonight? You want that tonight? It's all. It's the nice same shit. thing. Well, we got like three. American meals, hmm. Max, a hot dog. Like, what's American, dude, at this point? Probably yeah, hot dogs, hamburgers, probably. Yeah, that's, that's it. Dope. I got to get but, over the pond. And you would go back, though, right? Yeah, all, all the places I done been in Europe, I would I would live in London before all the, all the other ones. Really? Yeah. I got to make it to Europe, man. Get out of the Caribbean and South America. Make it to, to the east. I mean, to the, what is that, to the east? Yeah. Oh, don't ask me that. I don't know. I just be hopping on the goddamn plane. I don't know where the fuck it's at. Um, but had a good time, man. Enough of that, man. We're not gonna talk about my Packers losing either. Um, four thousand miles to see your team take an L is fucking nuts. Yeah, that was nasty. Eee. We were thick out there. Excuse, was it to the Giants? Yeah, y'all lost to the Giants and the Jets. That's fucking. I, I called this actually. This ain't no, no sports show, but God. I called this. Getting uh, moving right along, guys. Action-packed episode, man. Little baby dropped his long-awaited, highly anticipated. It's only me album. Of course, we're gonna review that only way we know how on deck TV style. Also, Tory Lanez outsells a couple of other quote unquote bigger named artists. Does that mean he is back? And Akon says what his feature price was in his heyday, and Little Baby says what his feature price is today. We're going to compare and contrast those, man. Ask which one would you take? But first, the interview heard around the world until it was taken off. Nori's. They took it down. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Nori's Drink Champs um, interview featuring Kanye West, or better known as Ye now. is about three and a half hours long. If you caught it, good for you. 
If you missed it, it's a Reynolds rap, unless somebody mm. streamed it, ripped it somewhere. But Nori caught a lot of backlash, went on an apology tour um, on Hot 97, Breakfast Club, Twitter, et cetera. Um, he caught backlash for how he handled the Kanye West interview on Drink Champs. My question is, is the backlash fair or foul that Nori is getting? I think this is foul. I don't think that deservingly so Nori got pushed for not challenging Kanye West on some of the things that he brought up while he was on the show. Yeah. However, if we can recall back, Nori was taking shots on his Twitter at Cardi B at Nikki at people who would go do other media before they would go sit down with drink champs. I think one of something around his exact quote was it's crazy how y'all will go sit with them but i've been calling for months and can't get you to come sit with me he didn't specify who it was he was just saying in general for our culture it would be great if you started here and then went there which i totally got and i understand so he can't switch it up when it's someone that he doesn't agree with he can't be like, oh, well, Kanye West went and did uh, whatever the fuck that dude name on Tucker Fox Carlson. Movie. Tucker Carlson. I didn't see him come stop by drink champs just because people don't want to talk to him. With that being said, if Nori is going to put himself as the must stop shop for people in black culture, then you got to be better prepared. That's where I do agree with the criticism. You can't just do the normal Nori. I'm taking a, si a swig. You can't just do the normal um, round of applause, make some noise. No, I let Kanye think that. And then when he get there, I'm bringing the big dogs in. People who are experts on the subjects that he's talking about. We finna shut all of this shit down. Because I do stand by the belief that Kanye West doesn't need to be silenced. He just need his ass verbally spanked in public, in front of people, so people can see that he's not as smart as he's claiming to be. Unfortunately, Nori is not that person. That ain't Nori's fault. But he can't back off of what he asked for with Drain Champs when he's saying, I want people to come here first and deny Kanye West that option. Because everybody else denied that option. The shop did the interview, then they took it down. Well, excuse me, didn't even air it. No, no. At least Nori got to the point where, hey, we went, we tried it. Unfortunately, I couldn't do it like I wanted to. But if he were to take the approach of, I don't even want more drink champs, that would make him a hypocrite. So that's why I think it's foul for people to criticize Nori because his brand is, come here, we're going to give you your flowers. Or in this case, we should challenge you and speak to black culture. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are online saying all money, not good money. Like, we understand this is going to come with clicks. We get it. It was going to come with some eyeballs, obviously. Um, he's a lightning rod <clears throat> topic right now in terms of Kanye. But Nori's show, the, the structure of it is not built on what you said Kanye needs, which mm -hmm. I agree. I think he needs that, too. I don't I don't necessarily agree with things getting taken down. Um, yeah. But I, what about I, not air? What about the not aired one? I do now the not aired. I do understand that because you have as the creator or as the person who owns that platform, if you see that and you're like, yeah, this is probably not a good idea, like either edited or un or not aired at all. You have what you're well within your right to do that. Tucker Carlson shit was edited. Yeah, he said he edited some of the shit he was saying on there out. So it, it's mm -hmm. not as if. They wouldn't even let him get that off over there. <laughs> Agreed. So, like, let's be clear. They knew what the score was. They understood what time it was. The shop knew too. Because what's going to happen is whatever he says, whether you agree with it or not, you're go you're guilty almost by association, unless you wholeheartedly flat out challenge the shit out of them, 
and then you run the risk of him walking out in six minutes in, and then you don't get the interview that you thought you were going to have. Now, I will say, I saw a couple of clips. The The George Floyd thing was ridiculous. Um, and I saw a couple of other clips that he was talking. Well, he actually sounded cohesive on some of them. Um, and I usually, I've come to the point where I ignore a lot of the, the interview stuff at this point because I really don't understand what he's trying to prove. But I did see a couple of clips that made me go, okay, maybe I'll attempt to listen to this because I'm not a fan of drink champs to begin with. And I'm not a fan of Kanye talking in circles either. And my, shout out to my homeboy, man. He texted me earlier today. He said, hey, man, they're going to kill Kanye. Out the blue. I ain't talked to this nigga in two years. I was like, damn. I said, what are you talking about? He said, bro, they gonna, he said he got a year left, bro, and they're and they finna get him up out of here. I, I said, why you say serious. that? He said, who? I just said, I don't think it's that serious, but go ahead. I mean, I, I, I said, why you say that? He said, man, because the stuff he's talking on here, he's exposing a lot of stuff on this drink, champs. And, and some people in position not going to like this. And I was like, okay, I, I, I'll check it out then. I, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to because somebody somewhere pulled the plug on it. So maybe he has a point. I don't know. Um, but I, I just don't understand Kanye's end game with what he's doing right now. There's no album out. There's no there's there's no rollout to anything specifically to this grand of a scale to where he needs to be going this hard against the grain. So I it looks like he's getting used um by, by your girl. And it's on. Yeah, it looked like it looked like he's getting used, in my opinion, because she's got the documentary about George Floyd that he went to the red carpet. That was that was the red carpet was in Nashville. Hold the L Nashville. That was nice. <laughs> like so. <laughs> It looked like she, he's getting used to promote what she's done sold him on. And he's risking a billion dollar Adidas deal, a billion dollar gap deal, all for Candace Owens. Or I don't I don't well, understand. I don't get I don't get it. I'm I'm not 100 percent sure. But if I were to guess, I would say the same shock value, shock culture that Donald Trump or Alex Jones, like that lane of people. Like, I feel like that he sees now that if I can rile up that base of people, even if I don't get a billion dollars blown from such and such, the those little disc players, whatever the fuck it is that he's trying to sell, or the things that got the Donda 2 on there, yeah. I can sell physical product if I have a strong enough fan base. And I think what he's doing, I mean, I, he had a strong fan base, but obviously he wasn't getting what he looked for with that, I guess, with the factories and the more ex exclusive deals with Adidas or Yeezy or whatnot. So now I feel like he's just burning the whole thing down. And I'm going to take the people that ride with me, they're going to ride with me, and they're going to continuously buy my stuff, a la Donald Trump, a la Alex Jones, a la why he's in that lane with Candace Owens. If you become enough of a lightning rod, I can sell supplements on a website. Like Alex Jones made $200, $300 million last year. Now, I know he's getting sued for a billion, but that being said, Kanye West probably looking at it like, if that's Alex Jones and he can generate $200, $300 million and I'm Kanye West, what could I do with a White Lives Matter t-shirt? Like, that was the first thing he come out and said, oh, I'm selling the t-shirts. Like that then he ended up giving them away. He didn't, he didn't, he couldn't now he's giving them away. But like, like you said, it's, I think just the end game or the game is to continue and to show people that he was trying to get money from is that I can generate and still be a lightning rod and a 43-year-old rapper. At the end of the day, I'm like, I think that's what he's doing. I may be wrong. He may have a bigger, we may not be able to see it. One thing I will give him grace about is after I watched that documentary, I said this, I said, I wouldn't like, I, he 
sometimes sees the board a lot differently from everyone else. We've seen that in yeah. that documentary. So I'm not saying that that's the case here, but I will give him small benefit of the doubt that maybe, maybe he sees something that we don't. Yeah, because I it, listen, losing the Adidas deal and losing the gap or possibly the Adidas deal, losing the gap deal. Bro, what? Like, I you fumbling the stupid bag, nigga. Like, that makes... He was I, trying to get out of those deals, though, right? No, he, he was trying to use way. leverage. He, what he was trying to do was use leverage to get what he wanted out of the deals. That And, and that kind of backfired when they didn't fold mm-hmm. or they didn't, they didn't bite. And so now they've been terminated for the most part. And this no. comes at the weirdest time. At the airport, dude, I bullshit you not. I'm in the fucking airport in New York. Yep. And I seen five shoes, the same five shoes, and two or three of them were Yeezys. And so I'm looking around, and that's what he wanted. He wanted Yeezys for everybody. He wanted foam runners to be $20 in Gap. He wanted Yeezys to be like Ralph Lauren, like kind of like a staple brand, not something hot today and cooled off tomorrow. He didn't want them to be 10 times like resale. Brand. He wanted them to be a legacy, stable brand. And it was working because those three 50s, we're everywhere on everybody, dude. And that's, to my knowledge, what he wanted. So it was, it seemed to be quote unquote working, which makes the timing of this extremely strange to me, dude. Like, I don't know what this, I don't know what the purpose of this nigga is doing this, pissing everybody off right now. I don't get it. He doesn't have any new music on the way. He doesn't no, have any new big product on the way. That bullshit documentary on his YouTube page was nothing. He doesn't have a rollout for anything going on. And if he did, who would support it right now? Like, it's it's really strange that he had everything that he was looking for, dude. You can say, yeah, I want to switch fan bases to this or I want to add them on. But at what cost of losing? Like, you, it's like you're cutting off your nose to spite your well, face. It doesn't make sense. I don't think that he's in a place where he thinks that black people can ignore him. I think that would have been the strongest stance for our culture during all of this but i do think again i'm speculating here getting to that other fan base that we're talking about that maga fan base the people that buy supplements from 1-800 numbers that he might try and sell in mattresses and shit like that maybe he wants them but i also think that he believes through saying slavery was a choice and wearing the maga hat and all this other stuff black people still have failed to hold him i would say accountable in the sense of like oh, i ain't buying this shit it's, it may be like that now, but still we can't ignore him. Like Nori still sit down with him. I'm still here saying that people should give him at least and verbally whoop his ass somewhere the chance to get his thought processes off. So I don't think that he thinks that he'll ever lose this fan base. So operating under that assumption, I can go as wild as I want, where the white lives matter. So, but black people are so forgiving when I go on my apology tour, when I crying in front of everybody else, it's gonna be even bigger because people love a redemption story. What do you say to that? That's there's there's no need for that. I could see if he was losing steam somewhere, mm. but there's no and need to, for that play. But that's the thing. That's what I say when he sees the boy differently from us. We sit here looking at him like it's Kanye West. Maybe he's going in rooms having conversations, and people are like, "I mean, you were Kanye West, you know." So maybe he thought. Or assume because I couldn't get the deal with Gap, because I couldn't push the easy deal for it. All these niggas think I'm losing steam. Let me go show them how much of a lightning rod I can be. 
that's the only thing that I could come up. Yeah, with. but that ain't. It, it, this is the the when he started going with the Jew stuff though. The what? Like, that's that's not finna the get you. Stuff? That, that ain't the Jew stuff. That, but that's not gonna get oh, you. Oh, 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 bro! Like that's not the way to go. Like what? Like that? You're, it's like he's self sabotaging his own situation. That's that's why it just nothing adds up. Usually, I can see an end game. I can't see it with this though. Like it, it so just looks like he's burning on bridges. Does he move down on your list as a personal fan or anything like that? Nah, I've always said as long as he's not making MAGA music, I'm still gonna check his shit out. Oh, so you fucking with him still? You still? I mean, the, the stuff, the stuff that he does for clicks and stuff, that's that hasn't moved me for ten years. That just moves yeah. everybody else that believes in cancel culture, and I don't. So do you think twice before supporting him by buying his stuff though, like his clothing or his shoes? No, don't, don't affect you that way. No. As I think that's what he think then. Like if I can do this and a fan like you don't affect it, don't affect them. Then why wouldn't I? There's less of I'm me. Gain more people too. But the, the, it's more no. people like you. I feel like than it is like M extra. Like it's more people like you. That's like man, I don't care, bro. Like the nigga gave me. No, I, 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 I don't, think, don't think so. so? No, nah, you think I you're don't. in the minority? I do. At this point, yeah, I do. I do. Interesting. Interesting. Some people are here for the music. Some people can separate the person from the product. Yeah. But we get to a point where that's harder for a lot of people to do. One thing I will say is we don't have to do the fake thoughts and prayers for this one because he doesn't seem to be manic or doing this out of anything. I don't know. Uh, from a psychological standpoint, it seems to be very poignant and him coherent to what he's doing. So some, of, some of the clips I saw, he did seem to be there. Yeah. But, but, but some of them clips, bro, I was like, bro, what are you talking? Like, it's, it's a lot of like, what? Like what you just said doesn't make sense at all. And not from a, you're just privy on some Illuminati shit and I'm not. It's just like, no, what you just said. Yeah, you're was talking not, in circles. Like, you yeah, you're talking, talking in circles, circles, bro. Like, you're just, like, what are you? And then you're snapping and then, but you're back calm. And then you're, it's like, it's uh, some of that shit is weird, dude. I'm not going to hold you. Interesting to see it play out, man. Moving from that and some more interesting stuff to see play out, man. The internet was on fire over the weekends because the ladies was fighting. The mm. women folk went to Twitter. Nicki Minaj was throwing shade at Lotto. Lotto was shooting back at her. Meg got called Bigfoot for some reason, and she wasn't even in it. My question to you, Animal Brown, do the women's beefing online a big deal is the women beefing online a big deal to you uh i think it's a big deal for Nicki minaj i mm. think it throws more dirt on her grave mm. than anything um although i will say she is pretty entertaining um she could She's probably funny. parlay this into like uh, go back into that apple radio show or something she could probably parlay that funny that they got a very that, that personality is hilarious now that's a fact because her calling Meg Bigfoot and Lotto scratch off, well, that was two for two. Yeah. Both of those were funny home as fuck. Them home runs right there. Yeah, that like I was like, okay, this is entertaining. I'm not gonna hold you, but it it speaks to where the knock on Nikki has been this whole time of not embracing the people that are coming up up under her. Mm. Like, there's no reason at all there should not be a ladies' night 2022 with everybody we just named on one song. We keep saying it, <laughs> bro. Like, where's that at? It's a layup, dude. But. Yes. Nikki's brand has been queen this, queen that, and queens only rock with other royalty. That's mm. why, and I get it. That's a brand. You want to do that for yourself. I, I understand it. It worked for her for a while. 
when it was just her. Yeah. Now that there are other people that are quote unquote under her, let's be honest, Lotto is not on the same level as Nikki yet. Meg is not on the same level as Nikki yet. They're, they're not, Nikki's a vet. They're not. Uh, uh, what's my girl in Memphis? Party, uh, Glorilla. Glow. They're not, they, these are all newcomers. She should have, and we've said this a thousand times and a, a thousand people have said it. She should have taken the Drake approach. And every once in a while, jumped down and hopped on a Versace by some group called the Migos. She should have jumped down and hopped on some dude in Memphis named JB Blockboy. She should have hopped down and McConan got a hot record. She should have done that every so often, but she could have done it for the ladies and she would be looked, she'd be untouchable. But right now, a couple of records ain't really hitting like that. She has a Billboard song that's hot. With the super freak, but people really know that shit sound lazy. It's not really hitting on nothing like that. And so now we questioning like, hey, she looks bitter. They wearing her out because she's older. None of this will be happening if she embraced the youth mm-hmm. once every 18 months during her reign. But she didn't do that. So here we are. Yeah, she would be like bossed up, boss bitch. I mean, not saying that she isn't, but if she were in, like you said, this wouldn't be happening. Embracing it, the age thing would be a non-factor. Um, Lotto said she reached out to Nikki a couple of times. I know Cardi said this. JT and Nikki got into it not too long ago. And for lack of a better word and not to beat a dead horse here, you're right. Like she should be in an ideal world reaching out to these ladies and helping grow even more because i know even we talked about it last episode that female rap lane right there that's the next wave that's the next generation of like popping up and coming rappers like the ladies get way more traction than the new guys these days and there are a lot more of them that seem to be more entertaining they are enjoying it more look at glorilla meg was just on saturday night live like they're out here and they're doing it Nicki minaj paved the way for this and it seems like she got so far in her royalty bag, as you would say, or so high up that she forgot how it was to be a woman in a male-dominated industry. She's doing the same thing that that I, that I think didn't her and little Kim go through some like yeah. little spat that they had, and she's doing the same thing, and it isn't the same landscape for the game anymore. She doesn't have to do that. Like there's enough room for each one of these ladies because they have their own styles. They have their own flows. They're from different places. Yes. Most of them were heavily, heavily influenced by Nikki, but they don't got to tell her that in every rhyme, it (laughs) seems like she's mad at women because they won't acknowledge that she paved the way for them what they are. Now, everybody knows that it's like what you said. That's lazy. What's the next step? Cause we've never seen it. Lauren Hill didn't do it. Lil' Kim didn't do it. Foxy didn't do it. Queen Latifah didn't do it. All of them went to go do other things. Yep. But Nikki is still in rap. She still got bars. She's still arguably one of the best female rappers. She could have shown us what it was like to age gracefully as a female MC. Not beefing with the chicks, but blessing them every year. Oh, I'm on the new Glorilla. I'm on that new yep. party. I'm on it. Like, I whole versus yep she could be doing that and it's crazy for me to sit here and see as a rap man that she isn't like you throwing stones and holding your hands like what like what's going on so i could definitely understand a younger artist like lotto's confusion i could understand jt's confusion the other 
loving hip hop chicks that she was beefing with, though not that relevant, I could understand everyone's confusion because it's like, damn, we saw you when you were the only chick. We sure you had to go through this. All you got to do is bend a little bit, just a little bit and show people some grace. And she's not even willing to do that. And that's why she's getting that backlash. It sucks too. It, it's, it's the, the blueprint was laid out. But again, she set the precedent. She set the stage for herself on a queen level, bro. And queens don't mess with quote unquote peasants or people lower than them. They don't stand next to them. So even if she had have done something, her fans would have been like, why are you doing something with them? Because mm. she's built that persona for her. So that's why you get Katy Perry instead of a, somebody coming up, bro. She's not doing that's a woman. Of, is that a female thing? Because like you nah, just said, I just Drake, think that's her brand. Drake? Oh, that's just Nikki individually. That's her brand. Yeah, Drake never called himself the king of anything, bro. He never came off like it. Re remember, remember when niggas was sending shots at Jay? And Jay would only respond to maybe one or two. And he was like, <clears throat> when Jim Jones and him used to shoot at him all the time, nigga, niggas like, why are you talking to old boy? No, 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 no. Like, he's like, they're not even on my level. So that's how, I, in my opinion, had Nikki reached down and done some of that stuff with the queen persona, it would have turned her fan base off because they looked at her like, you only do shit with divas. You only you and Adele, you and Mariah Carey, okay, cool. But you and who the fuck, Lotto, Mulatto, who is that? Then mm. it would they would it would have turned on her. And so I think her her brand has now kind of grown to bite her in the ass. And this stemmed from for anybody that's like, where did this even come from? This stemmed from the Grammys moving her song, the super freak, out of the rap category. Because they said they were claiming it was too pop. They put it in the pop category. Right. And she was like, that's fine. Y'all want to move my song to pop? Okay, cool. Why is Lotto's um, big energy still in here then? Because that's pop too. And she was expecting Lotto to jump out and go, yeah, I support I support Nikki in it. But she wasn't vocal about that. And so Nikki was like, why you didn't come up and back me and da-da-da-da-da-da. So that's where it stemmed from. Um, whether that's because you're not. the queen, you're Nicki Minaj, bitch. You ought to be able to fight your own. Excuse me, not bitch, but you're supposed <laughs> to be able to fight your own battles. That's probably how she was looking at. They coming for a lot of head. Kodak was mad at her about the little war stuff too. Like I don't. Yep. I don't understand adding her in this as if it was her fault. I don't like y'all team should be working just as hard as mine for you to get these looks. I and Nicki Minaj know how this goes. So it like I said, like if I've been. I think Lotto responded to that and was like, I've been reaching out to you. Like I've yep. been trying to associate myself with you and get it in. So now I'm not going to jump off the ledge with you and the Grammys and risk my career being curtailed for a motherfucker that don't even pay me any attention. Yep. And that goes with the, what you're saying is the arrogance of her position. There's no need for it. Like you can be competitive. You can no. be competitive and you can be competitive is nice. Yeah. yeah all of that is cool. Like getting on if for nothing else, if for not a thing else, if I were Nikki and then I guess it's just a male standpoint of competitive, like you just said, I would want to get on there and watch all of them mm -hmm. just to remind motherfuckers like, yeah, all of this is cool. But all of these, they under all of these is under me. Like for I sure. birthed all of these to use her words. These are my sons. Yeah. So I'm, I just, I don't think that, and it'll go to what we get in later on when reviewing the rap album. It's just different from when we came up and how people would approach it. And even with this, like, you're not going to get no bars. It ain't going to be no Lotto diss track about Nikki. It ain't going to be no Nikki diss track about Lotto. You might get a, a line or two, but 
much to do about nothing. That would be entertaining, though. Um, I would be here for the female diss records. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Moving right along, man. Your man Tory Lanez dropped. Actually, several albums dropped uh, while we were gone, including Tory Lanez, Sorry for What. He did 26, 27,000 first week. You may seem like, man, that ain't really a lot, bro. Like, that's, that's, that's okay. Well, it was more than Freddie Gibbs, who dropped his long-awaited soul sold separately. It was more than YG's album. And it was more than Kid Cudi, um, the people's champ, Kid Cudi. It was more than all three of them. Um, so my question to you, Tory Lanez, back on Breakfast Club, did decent numbers outselling these other cats. Um, is he back? Is, is, is the Megan the Stallion controversy completely behind him? I think the controversy is behind him. I think that he has plateaued, though. Like he fell, he dipped down behind that controversy, kept working, he kept his name out there, he kept doing the right thing, quote-unquote, proclaiming his innocence here. So his he's been a talented dude, so his music is going to get checked out. And I think that he's been able to at least withstand everything and it's going to be behind him now. So now you will see him at this consistent level, 20 to 30 to 40 to 50,000 first week, still getting the interviews, now starting to get more features. He's not going to be as toxic in the industry as he had been when they were going over this with me. Because I think both parties have tried to put this behind him. Unless Tory comes back out and starts said, oh, I didn't do anything and y'all need to listen to my side of the story. Now that I, I listened to the Breakfast Club interview, but now that I'm assuming he ain't talking about that no more and it's about me and moving forward in the music, he can put that behind and people won't look at him as they have been looking at him and he'll be able to move some records. Um, outselling Kid Cudi and Freddie Gibbs and YG is not a big deal in my opinion, though. Because mm. um, Kid Cudi, I mean, he has initially... YG ain't been active at all. Like, I didn't even That's know true. he had anything coming, so about that. And then Freddie Gibbs, this is this was the second week or first week? This was the first week. Oh, well, Tory Lanez didn't get beat up twice in my in restaurants by other rappers. So, of course, he's, that that still matters in rap a little bit, and that kind of lost some of Freddie game Freddie's fan base, in my opinion. So, yeah, I would expect Tory. Tory's uh, he's other than YG. Well, well no, Tory ain't bigger than any of them, is he? That's what I'm saying. That's that's why it's kind of like interesting. Like I, I'll put it like this: Kid Cudi, his his 2020 album did 144,000 first week. This one did 22. Um, he was signed with that album, right? Just independent, it gotta be. Like it has to be something more to that, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. That's a good question. I'm not sure if this is independent, but yeah, it's a big drop off. Yeah, that gotta be. You you not selling a was it two years ago? Yeah, 2020. About 100,000. 144,000. Freddie Gibbs' album is his first major label album, and he sold 20. Compared to what? Like, he usually do about 17 his first week. I mean, but this this was supposed to have a push behind that. What's the point of having a major if they not finna have you out here? So he, can get his, he, so he could get his money first and didn't have to work that's for true. it. Uh, that's true. YG, I don't even know what YG did. Look, I... I, this is interesting to me, even though it's not by a wide margin. Let's be honest. It ain't like Tory Lanez came out and did 250. Like, let's relax. Let's pump the brakes a little bit. But it, if I'm him, that's a, that's a victory in my eyes um, because these other guys are relatively scandal-free. I mean, okay, Kid Cudi says he's the most hated man in hip-hop. Maybe he's right <laughs> after looking at these numbers. 
Freddie Gibbs has got into it with, in a couple of rap scuffles. If you really follow rap like that, he's been on the the worst end. You got to put that in. Too. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, but end. what does that really mean in twenty twenty two though? Like, I don't know. Like, nobody really cares because you got to think it's it's people in this culture that will scroll right past his album because they the, what they know him for is getting beat up and always being on the shade room and beefing with academics. Like it's still people out there like that. Possibly. Uh, and YG's I Got Issues did 13,000. He had he had his best single in years with that Mary sample on there. Like that, that's dude best single in a very long time. And that shit what didn't mean anything. Like, is it what happened to is there something know. going on that we don't know about? Nah, it just he just it been quiet. Now the music gotta, ain't really been hidden. It gotta be some West West Coast politics. I, I refuse, like YG. They was pushing YG like a star. Like like they had him on the tier with Kendrick Lamar and Nipsey Hussle. And Shit, who? Who the fuck? Whoa, whoa, whoa! YG was part of that next wave of West Coast rappers. Like he was the nigga first. Album, but that first album was bad. College first album, damn near classic. That that first like, album, my was nigga fire. and shit was out. YG was a bona fide star. Yeah, that was, that my crazy life you, was fire. You didn't expect how many years in? Is it six, seven, eight? Yeah, that's about yeah, twelve thousand, bro. That's nuts. That's like the ultimate fall off. Some gotta be going. It's on. been gradual. It's been gradual. Twelve thousand, like that's artists nasty. like YG is nuts. Hey, I, like you talking about nigga with bona fide hits? Give me an example of to why you don't think this is nuts. Give me an example of someone who else is like been there and is now here at twelve thousand. No, I, just, I think it's been gradual because his last album did thirty seven thousand. I'm looking at it now, first week. Mm. How long ago was that? 2019. Mm. And then what was before that? 2016, 38,000. So it's been before that, 20, 2018, 56,000. So, so it, getting, he, yeah. he went down and then went up, then went down again. It just, I don't know. The music ain't been hitting for YG lately, bro. But he, I mean, he's still doing his thing with clothes and shit. His 400 brand is doing pretty well from what I understand. Man, I wonder what happened to YG. I got to know the backstory. That'd be a nice little 30 for 31, man. All right. Before we get into the review of Little Baby, it's only me, his second major studio album that was released over the weekend. We'll review it on Deck TV style as we do. Last quick hit, Animal Brown, your man Akon says he used to charge 200000 for a feature in his prime. Yep. Lil Baby says today he charges 300000 for a feature, and he's in his prime. Which feature, if AB was an up-and-coming rapper, executive, A&R that was booking this, which feature would you rather have? First off, this is Lil Baby's third album. I know that sounds crazy. Um, I don't believe that. Yeah, they're harder than ever. Was- what was the first one? Harder than ever. Oh wow! Then it was yeah, with that. Yes, that. indeed. With, with the song with Drake. Oh. Um. All right. So this was interesting. Two hundred thousand from Akon in his heyday, mm-hmm. or three hundred thousand from Lil Baby right now. You would you would probably argue is his heyday. Mm-hmm. And the answer is easy as fuck. I'm taking that Akon hook, bro. Pause. That's very easy. Like it's not even close, dude. Akon, them hooks, oh seven, oh six, and bro, let me get, fuck, give me two of them. I'd give you thousand. Give me two of them. A rap feature doesn't move the same way a hook would. Like you have everybody named Mama singing that shit, dude. Like back then, like him, T Pain, 
or Chris Brown now. Like I got 200, I got 300 for Chris Brown more than I got 300 for Lil Baby. I have to have a catchy hook that is going to give me radio play, that is going to give me played on Monday Night Football, that's going to give me played on the trailer for Black Panther 3. I need that, dude. I don't need a feature. Baby can come on there and wash me on a feature, bro. Who gives a shit after three listens? That ain't going to give me my money back. I need a return on my investment. I'm calling Akon for that hook. Appreciate you, my boy. Here go them 200. The wire it just cleared. That is the right answer. <laughs> Easy. I would say, like, we from Nashville, Starlito has a song with Lil Baby. For I'm sure. sure. I'm sure. If you asked him, it was like, hey, in your heyday and Akon's heyday, if you could have got that Akon, he, would you trade that little Baby song? I'm sure he would 100 I mean, he's on the Baby album, though. It ain't his song, though. I'm, I'm, but still. I got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any association I'm trading with, even though they were cool. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, the only way that I see the little Baby thing working, if you're a street nigga and you can muster up $300,000, is you're doing your – getting your show money. You ain't in no 360 deals. You going out – and that little sure. baby, yeah. If you if that little baby song is able to keep you booked four or five nights a week, and you making fifteen grand a night, then it's gonna be a slow roll, <laughs> and you're gonna have to push it for a long time. But you will eventually make that money back, and more people may since you out on the road get to know it. But please, no mistakes about it. I am definitely going with the Acon three hundred thousand. But I could see you a hood nigga. If he were able to give you $300,000, how he would make it back, though, like I said, it would be a slow grind. And I think that ticket, I don't think that ticket would go for niggas like up and coming. If he seen a nigga like ESTG and ESTG called him probably back swap. before he was ESTG. No, I'm saying oh. back before. He got the hey, he got to have him 300000 now. ESTG do. But when he was coming up, like he probably Maybe. wouldn't give you. Yeah. But yeah. like now, if I like, like, Scissor is who's paying three hundred thousand for a little baby verse, or Ari Lennox, or like something like that in the R and B tip, or like that's that's the only worth it that you're gonna get for three hundred. Like ain't no rap nigga dropping three hundred thousand on a little baby verse, like you said, and it worked for them. That ain't just like a street nigga that ain't doing the chitlin circuit. That baby single ain't doing what a Drake single would do. So why am I spending three hundred k? I'm just. I'd rather have Drake. I'd rather have Drake Drake a million. No, listen, I'd rather have a Drake feature and he get all the money, the royalties from that song, dude. Just like, I'd rather do that. Cracking. Man, you, bro, yeah, I'm hitting the road with that, too. That's yeah. what I'm That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I'd rather have Akon gonna be a smash, though. That 200, 200 gonna be well spent. <laughs> smash. <laughs> Global smash, oh, With it. Absolutely, my nigga. Oh, quick update that for anybody that was that wants to hear more from Akon, he was on Cosmic Kev podcast. He talked about his city that he built in the Senegal, and he he got some interesting takes. If you've ever watched a, like a an Akon interview, he talked about some places in South Africa where like the roles are like reversed, so to speak. He said mm-hmm. the projects in South Africa are filled with white people and the black people are in the mansions. I thought that was very interesting. <laughs> Sound like a Tales episode. <laughs> Uh, I thought, well, that's another question. Yeah, I, I, I was like, tired and shit, and that was maybe that. I don't know. I, hell if I know, but he he said it's it's kind of different out there. Oh, okay. Uh, shout out South Africa. I don't know. All right. What do you say about the city? How's it coming along? Is he said it's coming like- along. They broke ground. It's gonna be one square mile uh, to start. 
Akon City is the name of it. It's going to be all um, it's, it's a smart city. Yeah. He said you'll be able to do when he, when he was asked, when you say smart city, what, what does that mean? Yeah. He said you'll be able to do things technologically that you don't even have the capability to do right now. He said, I can't tell you what that is because there's NDAs and shit, but it's going to be Wakanda type shit. A, and he called it Akonda, which was actually kind of funny. Uh, but he said he can't say. Right. Huh? When is it? When is it ready? He didn't say. Would you go? I definitely would go here. Hell, hell yeah. Hey, the fuck? Absolutely. I gotta, I'm trying to work my way up to Africa because that flight, flight is about 22 hours, too. So you gotta, I'm working my way up, dude. I'm, I'm probably trying to do Asia next. That's about 16, 17. Yeah, you can get it there in 12 to 14. Yeah, so exactly. So then then maybe I'm gonna try to do the true to Africa shit, but that's a whole day on the flight, bro. I guess rough. God, that's, that's rough. Um, five that's, that plane need to be, nigga. Yeah, that's what I'm that, saying. That, that would be the plane with the bed and shit, though. Like it got it. Yeah, no, you you gotta buy the seat with the bed, nigga. Like yeah, nigga, they ain't all with beds. Yeah, they ain't just bro. coming with it. Yeah, yeah. All, ain't coach ain't coming with the lay with the flat joints, nigga. Hey, <laughs> flying twenty three hours in coach is insane. That's it's imp- I'm not bro, doing it, bro. Like, I don't even know if I could do that. Nah, Jeez, I can't. Like, just the thought of being just like trapped in one place for 23 hours. That's what I'm saying. You got to pop a fucking something, nigga, and be knocked out, nigga. Nah, you're going to get that whole Zan, buddy. That half ain't going to get you where you need to be. You're going to need that whole Zan to be out like that. Like, Jesus. Uh, but y'all let us know, man. 200K for the Acon feature or 300 for the little baby? What do I do? Remember, uh, future charge of Megan 250. That's right in the middle. She would have been off getting a little baby. She already had a little baby song, bro. Maybe I can't remember. Interesting. She, she'd have been better off paying me <laughs> instead of two fifty for that future. So she was garbage. Um, little baby time, man's third album. It's only me. It's been teased for a long time. Um, his last album, My Turn, was very, very popular. Spawned hella bangers. Um, so the expectations were high for this. Um. It's only me, at least for the for the culture. What were your expectations going into this little baby? We looking forward to it. Yeah, man, I was ready for this. I was little baby is becoming one of those guys where you know, like it's a maybe twelve a.m. Listen when it drops, or you're heavily anticipating. You expect it to be in heavy rotation. He's gonna bring it. One of the leaders of the new generation. So all of that stuff fell in line for me. I was waiting on this album. Uh, shout out my guy Chris Platty. We did a third quarter review. He gave all the numbers for it and anticipation. We talked about it for a while. So I was waiting. I was ready, highly anticipating this little baby. Album. Yeah, Maybe I was definitely was my mistake. I was definitely here for it too, man. The, the last one grew on me. I didn't like it when I first listened. And then when I doubled back after they complained about the Grammy snub in them, I was like, the Grammy snub, y'all? And I went and listened. I was like, ah, oh, no, they got snubbed. Uh, and then my turn had several bangers on it. Um, it was much better the more I listened to it and let it marinate. And with all the talk of baby being the next up, remember kicking his year off, you had people like Charlemagne saying Drake was Drake and baby was swapping places. Yep. Like this was now a baby's game. You know what I mean? He was going to take the baton and run with it. So I was very interested with that pressure, what he would do with it. Um, with the with the project that's only me with the with the Mount Rushmore with just his faces on it, Definitely. I was like, okay, like he's it's time. And QC, he's he's QC's top dog right now. 
with the Migo was trying to figure shit out. So I, I really, really, really was interested um, to see what he would do. And my turn for the record went four times platinum. So it nice. did it did good numbers as well. So when you listen to it, when you ran this 23 track um, effort, what did you think initially? I thought, well, I didn't think this initially, but it took me time to get to this before we recorded. Rap is becoming like the dunk contest on All-Star Weekend. Mm. Every now and then you'll have a good one. You'll see some shit that blow your mind. But for the most part, when you get our age, you feel like you just seen every goddamn thing. Like for everything, sure. not not to take away from anybody's ability or what they're doing. It's still some hell of a dunk going on. It's just, I've been watching this shit for 25 years. Like yeah. I didn't seen most of it. And unfortunately for Lil Baby, that's kind of how I feel going through this album. One for lack of effort, I, I get his aim and what he's trying to do, but it was more of the same. It wasn't a lot of challenge and stuff. It was very safe. The album was really safe. He stayed in the lane in which we expect him to be in, which is cool, especially for an artist of his caliber, but it didn't push any boundaries at all. Everything I got is exactly about what I expected or a little below. Like it mm. wasn't any, damn, I'm surprised he did. This beat's different or I can't believe that feature was on there. Everything was like, I got a formula. It works. It's my third album. I'm going to keep doing it. Mm. So to that being said, it was decent. It was good quality music, but not, it was nothing new under the sun for me. What about you? Formulaic is a pretty good way of putting it. Um, and look, I, we're only three albums in, so you want to... <sighs> You you want to stick to what got you here until it's time to switch it up. Dude. That can be a hindrance to a fan like me, where I'm not I'm not the biggest little baby fan, but I respect I, I get what he does. I and I'm not mad at it. But yeah, if you're looking for something, even just within the track list, bro, like different, bro, it's it's a it's more of the same. And it may be too soon for us to be saying that. I think that was the problem with baby style, bro. Like it, it, you can see it growing stale if he doesn't switch it up soon because he's not as versatile with the way, like he, he can, he can flow differently on shit, but he can't really, he can't really maneuver his voice differently like that. Like the same way, maybe like a Kendrick can or like a Drake can Drake can, Kendrick can sound like three different people on one song. Yeah. Like that, but that's just a gift that he has. Like some people yeah. have that. So therefore, the sound is not as monotonous throughout the whole thing. I found myself listening to this, bro. I didn't know if I missed the hook. I, I didn't know where the verse ended and the hook began or if there even was a hook. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, did I miss it? Like, what? I, there's not a, a lot of layers or kind of depth to the sound of it sonically. That's not to say the production isn't good because I think it's strong. But I just, it just sounded like it, it can sound three or four songs in a row can sound like one. And it just, again, I'm going to need some more time because I'm going to give them that respect because I, I did that last time and ended up really liking it. So I'm going to keep listening. But on my first or couple of listens, I, that's the same vibe I got. It's just, it's not a lot to break it up, bro. It's a really, really formulaic, like I said, another word that I'll use is safe. It's a safe album. And he's been handcuffed in a sense, pun intended. Yeah, I saw this online and uh, we can bring it here and have a discussion around it before we get into the track list. Listening to it after I saw this may have subconsciously put this in my viewpoint for this. 
but he also sounds like a rapper that's trying not to get indicted. We know everything surrounding the YSL is another gang that just got caught in um in Fulton County in Atlanta. The DA Fanny Willis is on a rampage. 4PF is very prominent in Atlanta. One of Lil Baby's gifts in the coming up is just like Jeezy for our generation or a Gucci man, like he was a real deal voice from the streets. It wasn't a rap nigga that knew street niggas. It was like, no, he was actually a participant. We, I was off the porch. That insight, those bars, the little things that people in Atlanta may get because they outside that he had in other albums and mixtapes, like that stuff is gone. Like that stuff is not there anymore. And rightfully so. Like, he's smart. I get it. I understand it. I totally get it. Like he said, he even got a line and it was like, I don't fool around with thugs. I only mess with gentlemen or businessmen or something like that. Yeah. It was funny and a stretch, but I get what he's saying and how he's going. If y'all gonna use this bullshit on me in court, use this then. Right. Use me saying I'm growing. There was a lot of growing the community lines. There's a lot of good, wholesome, nice information in there, and that's dope. However, Little baby's gift, he was the next generation's the same thing that what Jeezy did for our generation. Like when we heard Jeezy talk, it was like, nah, rap niggas don't be saying that. This nigga might know something. Mm. Same thing with little baby. Like rap niggas, especially his age, they don't really be getting in the in their bag like that. However, he did. But now on this album, that ain't there. And why I'm saying I definitely understand it because I see what everything is around it. That's why I use the word handcuffed. It takes something away. It sounds a lot safer. And I could see why people would say, ah, this is flat. It, it kind of reminds me, and, I, and I'm going to have to run back the last album because I'm, I'm going to be honest, though. Lil Baby's never just been on here talking bricks, this and bricks, that. Nah, though. I ain't even talking about bricks. It's small. It's subtle stuff. It's yeah. like just subtle stuff that you would catch that you you might have to be outside, like I said, in Atlanta, some names that he'll drop, some some scenarios or nights that he'll mention, some things that like people that's from Atlanta know what was going on around and stuff. They like, oh, I can't believe he put that in there. That's heavy throughout the mixtapes and maybe on the way up to that last album. Like it's stuff on there pertaining to that. Hey, I didn't hear any of it on here. Maybe I'm too removed now, but I just didn't hear any of it on here. I'm gonna have to check but that I out. Cause it, if you if you look if you look at the songs that he's known for, mm-hmm. we paid emotionally scarred. Mm-hmm. Whoa, there's not a lot of street shit, bro. I mean, I, there's street he's a street art, but there's not a lot of gun talk like that. He yeah. not he not 21 Savage. Now, 21 Savage came out with something like this, then it'd be like, eh. true. He's not true. spinning the block twice like an ain't want to park, is what I'm saying. Yeah, there's, his- there's hints of it, but it's not as bla- overly blatant as a lot of other artists. Nardo Wick is yeah. strictly see, that's different, too. I-, I see what you mean. His is a lot more so. His is a lot more Jay Z 36 bricks. I lost like his little baby stuff is more so like that. He would be that of this generation using Jeezy may have been the wrong term but when he does do it the people that know about it are familiar with it they pick up on it I just didn't or don't hear it anymore it's a lot safer like even the the subtle stuff isn't there anymore it's few and far between because I still hear some of the stuff on there he mentioned like uh Marlo and some other things but it just it's few and far between and again I understand, rightfully so, but it's just, it's different. 
there, there, there's one or two Draco lines as opposed to seven or eight. You know what I'm saying? Like not even the Draco stuff, bro. I'm really more so talking about like street politics. Like, okay, like yeah, okay, such and such, like some of the names that you mentioned, some of the spots or places that they were at, like some of the like four PF shit. Like, I don't think four PF was mentioned once on here. Yeah, that's a fact. I, I couldn't like that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I ain't talking about shooting a nigga up, boom, boom, bang, bang. I'm talking about like we was getting them through the mail type stuff, like like little subtle, like yeah, I was really out here stuff. That could that just be growth that. as an artist in, in subject matter? And it, exactly, you're absolutely right. And him being further removed from that stuff, like that he says that a lot on this album, like a lot of the stuff that and great point a lot of the stuff that got me here that i was on prior to like i've grown past that not be a dummy to still be talking about that so i get it but it does just take a little bit away from it it's it like everybody say you, you get your whole life to rap about your first album and then yeah. that second and third album you just rapping about what the last three four years yeah no that makes sense and and it reminds me of when ti got locked up for the gun charges and he had to do paper trail and it was kind of like perfect example yeah, yeah it, was, it was a little more PG-13. Like it was, Paper it was, it was, Trail, while it's still good, it's different from trap music. There you go. That's different. Exactly. Yeah. This, this is, is the same thing. A different 100%. place. And that's not that's not necessarily anything Ain't better or worse. It's just different. Right. It's just different. What uh, what what was stuck out to you on here? Any three joints or three aspects that stuck out? Absolutely. Um, For the three songs that stuck out to me, um, I like the Young Thug song. and Well, actually, the features. The feature songs were the ones that I liked the most that stuck out to me because, like you said, the ones with Lil Baby only did kind of get monotonous, but you can't really tell a break from a hook or whatnot. Man. But the Never Hating with Young Thug, I liked. Uh, Friday is murdering the features he, right now. That's hey, He in his bag. I like that. I like the future song. And God behold, Rollo Rodriguez ripped this it's yeah. a different style it's kind of abstract which is to your point of it being so much little baby when i heard rollo like, this is a different voice and it was kind of catchy so i liked it it's ended up being one of the better songs for me so those are the songs that stuck out the one with future the one with friday forever from now on with future and <clears throat> excuse me cost to be alive with rollo rodriguez and I, a couple of joints that stood out to me, I, I thought it opened and closed strong. I like Real Spill, the, mm. the, the first song. And I like the very last song, Russian Roulette. I thought that was dope, too. Um, and then I also liked the, the, the Forever With Friday is about to stand out uh, to me. But I did. I'm going to be honest. I did like the first couple of like even the song with Nardo Wick. I like the beat at the beginning more than I like when it switched up. I thought it would switch up sounded like that was what was that supposed to be on there? Yeah, yeah, that was bro. I don't know what that was. I was like, yo, why y'all didn't keep with the first beat? I I think the production is strong. Let me say that production Production as a whole is pretty strong. Um, The first song, the last song and uh, the song with Future was pretty dope. Um, what I, I'll go straight into what I didn't like, and it kind of speaks to what you said. You said you like the features. I do too. I just needed more of them. Mm. <laughs> this could have used, and I don't remember the last time I've said this, this needed more features. You know what I'm saying? With all due respect to Baby and his skill level, it's there. I get it. Most of the songs are two minutes and 20 seconds long. They move pretty quickly. I would have liked for this to be fleshed out a little bit more with a, with at least three more features on here. I'm talking about at least. 
Um, yeah. I needed Moneybag Yo on something. They make pretty good music. I needed I don't, any. I needed three more niggas on here at minimum, like because it could have oh, really Gunner used. Song. He definitely needed something with Gunner on it. Something with Gunner. We needed one of them Gunner verses off the hard drive, bro. Like I, we needed more features. That like that's all I can say. Whoever the fuck you want to get on here, Kodak probably would have slapped on one of these. I need something because I I just can't do twenty three tracks of baby, but bro, it's too much. Like it just it 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 gets too monotonous, bro. I'm sorry. I hate to keep beating that. I don't want to do them like that, but it's just a fact. For me, the production is good. The features were okay. It just didn't sound like. It didn't that third album. This sounded like you, especially since you're saying it now. I thought this was a sophomore slumpish album that I would be able to put mm-hmm. in here, but this is the third album. It again, I'll make the dunk contest comparison. I don't know if it's because we've seen a lot of it, but it just doesn't seem like like niggas ain't like the, the music or bars part of it. And I'm not expecting Lil Baby to be Nas, but just the nigga here, here's my album. This shit fires the best shit that ever came out in the world. That kind of is missing to me, unless it's a nigga like Tory Lanez or something. But just the overall, like I'm that niggerness of it is what I mean. And even when you saying the features, yes, like I wanted this to be like the big boy little baby album, like a Drake feature, like uh, like Jay-Z should have been on this motherfucker. Like this should have been the one where motherfuckers, like the numbers are already there. Like they can support it because he's been putting up numbers. So the budget was there for it. Yep. Break the bank with this one. Like you ain't even got to see that much of a return. I promise you, if you break the bank with this one and make it as big as it's supposed to be, that next one is going to be even bigger and you're going to make money off of that. I just don't think that it was a big enough album to be the third album for a guy like Lil Baby. Like you, the nigga now, like this ain't an album from the nigga. This ain't an album from a guy that's one of them ones. Like you're supposed to be the generation that we come from. You're our, you're their J. Cole, you're their Drake, you're their Kendrick Lamar. So when those niggas drop albums, it sounded like nigga, this is one of their albums. I'm one of them dudes. He don't come off as one of them dudes on this album. And, and to give a an example, future, though I'm not the biggest future fan, he came off as one of them niggas on his latest album. Like I'm right. I'm I'm future, my nigga. And that's what I would have expected from Lil Baby with this album. So if I had to give the low lights, it's just not big enough. Pause. I, I agree. And But to, to be fair, I'm going to shoot him some bail on the features. It is called It's Only Me. Yes. And I, it, I get what he was trying to do there, but it just, this ain't like, this wasn't that, bro. Like, you, you got to be bigger than that. You big and It's Only Me is big. I get that. But even like, this is like, you that nigga now. You were supposed to be knocking niggas out the way with this album. It was a, like you said, it was a conversation point as to has that well, baby to replace Drake. I don't know. He might be. This album was supposed to make you say, hell fucking yeah. Well, at least you were trying to do that. It didn't even seem like he was trying to do that with this album. It was just like, man, I know what I can do. I know the formula. If I know if I do this, I'm going to get here. I wanted to see him get here, though. Bro, I think 80% of these songs don't have hooks, bro. Yeah. Like, it's it's easy for him. And you can tell that it's getting easier. So he's not challenging himself to do anything different. It doesn't sound like. And I, again, it's still good music. I ain't saying that. Yeah, to say, no, I ain't mad at trash. it. I'm just saying that to say we can tell. Like, it's a nigga that can show up to the gym and I can give you 20. But what do it look like when you put that work in like you can average 27? That's, that's what it's like. 
That I agree, and it that hurts the replay value when you don't have hooks, dude. Because that's the cat, that's the catchiest part of a song, bro. Like you have to mix that up in here somewhere, bro. Like you got songs in here two minutes long. Like, bro, and you rapping two minutes straight, you 32 barring me up, bro. With the, like, bro, I don't need that from him. Like, and I can barely hear you on some of the shit that you're going. I'm old. Bro, like, like, yeah, if you're going that song, like at least need to be clear. Is so, he is he a better feature artist? I think that he needs somebody to work with him on an album. I think one of the mm. things, one of the things that guys from this generation don't really take full advantage of like people did with last generation the guy that does is real great let's it's like game so you'll know that i'm not being any type of way because people know that i ain't really a great big fan of game but he 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 cultivates an album really well i don't know who works with him to do it or how right. he does it but even on his last one the nigga had 30 fucking songs and you would think man i'm tired of this shit but it didn't happen that's true and he and he's similar like he don't change his voice a lot it, it, well he, he does. He just doesn't just sound like other people. Sound like other people. Okay. Probably more that, annoying. Right. Exactly. That's true. <laughs> but that being said, he can keep you entertained for 30 songs. Lil That's Baby need to sit with somebody who's more of a veteran in the game that could kind of show him like, I. that's cool. That was dope for the mixtapes and that. Now, when you turn it into this artist, it's like going to be a mega star. And let's focus on making a dope ass album. I don't think yeah. that he's made that dope ass album yet. Though the now last that, one was good. No, the last was it, fire. Yeah, it did for this. But when he sit down and he can make an album, like a Nas album, or like a niggas when they talking about I'm making an album, when he do that, like a future, like like a like a top yeah. tier future album. Exactly. Like a DS2, something like, like DS2. that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An album. Um, this is a lot of good songs from Baker. I agree. I agree. Um, the, the my real quick, my low light. That's on Jeremiah's small. I don't know yeah, what that is. He went into the the lady bag one too many times. Yeah, well, that was a bad. That's a bad song. Um, what what uh what rating would you give it? Three and a half. Was that banger? Three and a yeah. half. Reels. Yeah, three and a half reels. That's too high for me. I give it three. It's good worth streaming. Like it just seems like a collection of songs. It, it seems like they picked out twenty three songs off the hard drive and didn't worry about like a theme. And, I, I mean, they just one more half just because it's baby. I could listen to baby do that before I could listen to anybody else do it. And I'm more of a baby fan, so I could. See yeah, that's that. fair. Y'all let us know what y'all thought, man. Are we too hard on it? Are we sleeping? Do we give it too much grace? Let us know, man. It's only me. By little baby, I did like Young Thug verse though. I did that's that that was that's a pretty dope song. That's a verse. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm tripping. Um, wins or losses time. Wins or is this a W or an L? Jeezy performs his B side show mixtapes only, mixtape records only, but doesn't sell any tickets to the public. Mm. Is that a win or a loss? But you can stream it on IG. This is a W because niggas would have got it in there and like. Jeezy B sides in a small ass club, man. Come yeah. on, bro. You're talking about your shoes getting messed up, yeah. standing room only. I'm hot. I missed it though. Can you go back and replay it on IG? I don't know. It's a good question. Somebody probably streamed it and put it on YouTube by now, though. I go check that out. That's an L though, because yeah, no tickets. I would have been in there though. No lie. Shoes. This, this should have been. Why wouldn't this have been at Fox? Is this big enough to be at Fox? Yeah, it seemed like it was impromptu though. Cause they uh, like like, yeah, this is just like last minute. It 
He promoted it, but it just it looked he did it in a club, which I get the theme because I mean, that's how he made this come up. So that's cool. But bro, I'm not going to standing room only in a fucking nah. club, bro. Like what? If it's gonna be a club, it gotta be like uh compound or something. If that's well, the only open. thing is open anymore, nigga. That's like, even still open. <laughs> yeah, like what? Nigga, do this yeah. shit at, at do this. We ain't got no hard rock. There's no <laughs> do it. It should have it, definitely been at Fox or the Roxy. Like you said, Coca-Cola. Either yeah. Or even um, where I went to go see Push It. That would have been fire. Anything but enough. this is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's an L. Yeah. Uh, WRL Ice Cube, Big Three. Owner of the Big Three is recognized as the first Black-owned sports league. He followed that news up with going in on ESPN about them um, stepping on his coverage, man. Winner or loss for Ice Cube. This is a big W, man. I, I'm not understanding how he's just now being acknowledged for being like, did he just now co- have complete ownership of it or something? Like, what? I don't know what, what that's about. The delay in this. I thought that was weird, too. It's yeah. been out for years at this point. That's crazy. But shout out to Ice Cube for this, man. Hopefully, like I said, I, my dream and, and pipe dream is maybe he can take over and be commissioner of an HBCU football conference and just combine all of them together, him and Dion do some work, man. You seen Dion's 60 minute piece, you know what I'm talking about? That shit was fire. Yeah, that's hard. Um, shout out to Ice Cube. He claimed that the NBA and ESPN were trying to destroy his big three league. Um, he said they would refuse to acknowledge the big three's innovations and contributions to the sport. Uh, but fuck all that, it's official. He's he's a black owned sports league, super dope. And I will I can't three. wait to see it evolve. Yeah, and three on three basketball is an Olympic sport now. So shout out to Ice Cube. That's true. If if he wasn't it, we gonna give him credit for that. Black people gonna give Ice Cube credit for that. It happened at the same time. That's a fact. Last one, man. Is this a W or an L to your man, Big Draco? Soldier Boy paid a stranger a hundred, excuse me, one thousand to be his sandwich holder. (laughs) I mean, this is an L for the sandwich holder. You gotta have your like. Did you see Soldier Boy's teeth in that picture? No. Like when look up Soldier Boy's teeth before he got them goals or after he got the goals removed. It's probably the most disgusting shit. You oh, seen. I have seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, like I don't want my fingers, hands nowhere near that nigga mouth for no thousand dollars. Pause. Yeah, no thousand. <laughs> it's a big boy stunt though. Gave him a thousand dollar sack to hold a sandwich. <laughs> nigga said I'm a sandwich holding son of a bitch. Then if that's the case, that's Thanks. funny. Um. You holding a sandwich for a, a stack? Not for soldier boy. I told you, man, that nigga bite you in one of them. Um, like he, <laughs> he make a mistake bite with one of them nasty ass teeth that nigga got, man. Yo, you might catch gangrene in the finger or something. Shit. Hell, nah, it ain't worth him thousand dollars unless it come with a medical write off or something like that. He got to pay my medical bills. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, Here on deck of the week, man, we're going to YouTube. Shout out to Black Recluse One. He commented on the Freddie Gibbs episode. Said, mm-hmm. great episode again. Gibbs has really been through the ringer. Laugh out loud. And he would not be lying. Um, and then shout out our guy, Paji. Um, he asked on the Nas B-side episode. He said, hey, are we doing a Biggie episode? What are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. Biggie B-side is very interesting. Um, Biggie and Pac B-Sides Can we get both of them ooh. in Let us know man Biggie and Pac B-Side is, is that the move or no That's a, I, like I like that right I like it gap too. Yeah, I like that I kind of like that That's kind of tough I'm not going to lie Appreciate the comments people We uh, always appreciate that man What you got to put me on Put on is going to be rough this week man Especially after reviewing a little baby album Because niggas is going to be like Lou 
You just gave Lil Baby three and a half, and you're recommending me this album. Oh, shit. But. Okay. When I tell you, I, I made complaints about Lil Baby album maybe being boring, not being innovative. That Chapters of the Trenches by T Grizzly. Grizzly, yeah. You listen? It's a, not yet, but it's a visual album. You know, you got videos for every song. I did not know he had videos every song. Shout out my guy, Maurice, uh, producer, yeah. Another Week in the Books. He told me that I haven't watched them yet. I only listened to the album. Yeah. And I might be blowing my top 10. This might be the best shit I've heard this year. Easily. Big like, ass. Easily. And I ain't just talking about from a lyrical standpoint. The creativity and what I was talking about, like rap sound and sound like the dunk contest. Who knew that T Grizzly was the hood Alfred Hitchcock, dude? Who knew that? Like, you've been telling stories for a minute, though. He has, but this is a whole album full of them. back yep. to back, like different stories, like really good, really good shit, dude. I wish you had heard it so you could like co-sign and tell me if you liked it or not. But if you're looking for something switched up, something different, not just the same thing that you've been listening to, this nigga got a whole album full of like little boy fresh songs like Joel Santana had, and I fucking love. I, I when I was riding listening to this, I felt like I watched. I just watched the movie. I really mm-hmm. couldn't believe that I was this. I'm like, nigga, T Grizzly, like, how did he come up with this? Like, because I didn't listen to any of the interviews or anything yet, yeah. but I'm going to go back. I didn't know it was like a, just a story laden album. I always liked T Grizzly anyway, because I like I Detroit too. style. Yeah. But this right here, just it put him on another level for me, man. I, the creativity alone, like, fire. T Grizzly is pretty um, talented, though, on the low. Uh, on the low. Like, a lot of people, it. I don't know if people, Rock with him like that. I know he's been in this video game bag lately, but he's actually kind of. I, I actually like T Grizzly though. I'm, I'm yeah, definitely I'm planning on checking this out. I am a fan. Like, let me know when you listen to this. He got, he has a story about like two homeboys like fuck betting to fuck the teacher. That shit was That's fire. Funny. That was fire, nigga. I cannot wait till you hear this shit. You guess T Grizzly album. I fuck with T Grizzly though. Um. My put on, you alluded to it earlier. I got two real quick. The um, Deion Sanders 60 minute segment. Y'all go check that on YouTube. Oh, that was good. But go watch that. It's, just, prime, it's dope. Man. Yeah, for nothing other than just being dope. It's about 12 minutes. You got time. Um, and then this movie I watched on the flight, mm-hmm. it's called Dark Waters. Have you seen that with Mark Ruffalo? No. Man, it's about the, it's a based on a true story about the lawyer who took DuPont to court. I've heard of that though. Man, dude. Is that good? It was it was good. Number one. Number two, the story though will pit it'll if more people saw this, they'd probably be like more upset about the shit going on because the their the stuff that they were putting in their pans and their skillets, the Mm -hmm. Teflon coating has this ingredient in it. That little plastic. That yeah, that causes cancers and, and like and they knew it. Cause they tested it out on their employees without them knowing, and they tested it out on animals, and they were just like, "Oh shit!" Well, and they kind of just still put the product out. That that ingredient or whatever you want to call it is in ninety nine percent of living humans. Mm-hmm. I see that. It's in all of us, we all have it in us right now, yep. and it can't leave you. It's man, it's crazy, dude. There's a podcast called Swindle. Another put on the Swindle podcast. He did like an hour, like he do all like scandals and stuff throughout yeah. history. He did like an hour on it. That shit was fire, man. You that shit. Familiar with that? Check it out. That shit will. It's like That's a scary a crazy movie man. story, though, bro. It's like it's like a scary movie on, but like based on real shit though. Like, 
like nigga, Black you, Mirror real life. Like real life though. Like that shit is in everybody. If you've ever ate anything that was cooked on a pan, nigga, this then it's in you. Right. Shit is nuts. But anyway, it's called a story Dark Water today about it too. Who? It was a story on NPR today about it too, ironically. Damn. Uh, man, y'all check that out though. It was interesting as fuck. Um, again, we appreciate everybody tapping in, man. YouTube.com slash on their TV show. Instagram is the same. Uh, make sure you comment, like, subscribe, do all that good shit, man. Share it. We appreciate it. Anything else before we get out of here? That's it, man. I am Spike Lou. Check us out all throughout the week. Appreciate you joining. We out. Yes, sir.